0: Welcome to my chaotic closet, university baby, where we go to school to learn all things Poshmark, how to be a full-time seller, a part-time seller, whatever it is that you want to learn, you're going to learn it here. So stay tuned. How is everybody doing? Miss Shelley is in the building, ready to give you guys another lesson. But first, I just have to get something off my chest because I am so irritated two different things one thing is just a really tiny irritation the other one's a little bit larger of an irritation but yeah let's talk about it so the smaller irritation is I had this item right and I've had it for a while it was priced pretty high somebody liked it I sent them an offer that was literally like 80% off like the lowest I could offer I offered them 11 like to buy it for 11 (laughs) dollars Or maybe it wasn't the complete lowest, because they were able to counter me, to $8. And to me, that's just so irritating. I gave them, like, maybe it was, like, 75% off of what I had the item listed at. And I thought, oh, there's no way. Like, that's that's a steal. I would take that in a second. Nope. <laughs> nope, they didn't take it. And I'm just like, really? Really? Like, you really just can't please anybody, can you? Like, you can think you're giving them a steal of a deal and they want a little bit less. Or they want a little bit more. They want to take a little bit more from you. So, of course, I had to decline that offer because it made no sense for me. And that's just kind of irritating. That's just that's just the game of Poshmark, though. Like, I'm not... Yeah, I'm just irritated about it. But anyway, here's my other irritation. So I sold this bag. I'm not going to get into details of the bag. But it was a coach purse. It was definitely authentic. And the person, right after I shipped it, literally shipped it right away, right? And then she messages me a few hours after she buys it. And she's like, is there any way I can cancel this? I think it's a little too large for me, blah, 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 blah. And I'm a little irritated because, well, first of all, I already shipped it, so I can't cancel it. And I'm like, great, this is just leaving a bad taste in my mouth as it is, like, to want to cancel. Like, I'm thinking, is she going to damage the bag and try to get it shipped back? Like, what's going to happen? What is going to happen? Because when somebody doesn't want something, they usually will go out of their way to get that returned. (laughs) And if they don't have a reason to return it, they're going to come up with one, right? Or like literally physically make one on the item and like gash it and be like, it had a giant rip in it and then I can't sell it. And I'm screwed. (laughs) So I'm just like, great. So I'm just trying to be super nice to her. Like, hey, I'm so sorry. But if you're not happy with the bag, you of course are welcome to return it. Um... And, like, she, and then she seemed great. She's like, oh, no worries. Like, I should have messaged you earlier. It's totally fine. Thanks for shipping it out so quickly. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, at first, at first she rates me a five star. She immediately accepts the item once it gets to her five star rating. Really nice rating. And I'm like, okay, cool. She just updated her rating to one star and said, bag has officially been confirmed to be a fake. I'm like, what? What are you to you guys, like, just the irritation of that is just so annoying. Like, I'm glad she didn't try to return it, but also, like, <laughs> it's not fake. It is what it is. Like, it's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, it's up to her if that makes her feel better about like purchasing something and then regretting it and and then accepting the item, even though I literally told her she could return it if she wanted to. It is what it is, you guys. So just remember. When you sell on Poshmark, this stuff is going to happen. This BS happens. There's people out there that literally hit that offer button. They make you a low ball offer and don't expect you to accept it. Then you accept it, and then they're like, "Wait, I don't actually want it. I just, you know, was being an asshole and making you an offer that was low. I didn't think you were going to accept it." Like that happens to me all the time because I tend to price my items high, so people will offer me something that they think I'm just like not even going to accept, and then I'll accept it, and then they're like, "Oh, wait, no, I didn't want that." And I've, that's been a reoccurring pattern this week it's happened multiple times where they've offered me something and I've accepted it and like a lot of these offers were like less than 50 percent of what I originally had the item priced at and I could tell right away that they like weren't expecting me to accept it and they automatically messaged me can you cancel this oh wait can we cancel this can you cancel this on your end and I do cancel them but it's so irritating to me because it's like thinks like you just you're cutting into my paycheck by doing that and it's it's really not fair and I technically don't have to you know cancel it but I try to be a kind person on there and just like okay I don't want somebody to get something that they don't really want or they will say like I can't actually afford this why are you on Poshmark making offers if you don't have the money for items like I just don't get that at all but all right we'll cancel it there you go anyway let's move on to something other than my irritations Okay, so I'm going to toot my horn a little bit. I think I am a pretty good Poshmark seller. I am able to sell a very good and high amount of items pretty quickly. I think I am a good Photographer, I do think I could work on making sure every item has measurements. I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means. There are definitely things I could work on. I need to work on my organizational skills, making sure items are instantly put into inventory. I am working on that and doing better at that. And I have been putting measurements on items, but not every single item. So I do have my struggles. But I think for the most part, I am a really good reseller on Poshmark. I kind of have, like, I have it down, right? Like, I can list a pretty good amount of items quickly. I can get a pretty good amount of items out quickly. I have maintained a 4.9 to 5.0 rating on Poshmark for over two years. I also have maintained a 1.9 shipping day speed for over two years as well. So like, toot toot. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like I, I think I'm pretty good. So I just want to give you guys a couple of tips on how to... I guess really sell items on Poshmark. And this was one of my most popular episodes in 2023 was like how to really sell an item versus just selling it. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that kind of in detail and how to really get not just like a specific item, but like all your items sold. I have quite a bit of tips for that. I am constantly going through my listed items and... Marking them as not for sale. Low, like if I feel like this item is just not like I'm like you know what this was a holiday item let's just mark it as not for sale and I'll bring it back in December. If I feel like it's just not seasonal, seasonally appropriate, I sometimes will mark it as not for sale, and then sometimes I won't because I do sell swimsuits and stuff like that, not just during the summer. But I really try to keep up with my closet, keep it looking good. I am constantly checking Google. Like if I have a listing that doesn't have a stock photo. And it's not for the reason that, like, I know the company is going to get my listing removed, the brand, by using their stock photo. I'm constantly researching on Google Lens, eBay, trying to find a stock photo for that item or something that is so freaking close that it'll work as a stock photo. Because I believe stock photos sell items a heck of a lot quicker than not having a stock photo. That is what I personally found. Again, this is maybe something that doesn't apply to every single person. Some people don't use stock photos at all and they have no problem selling items. But I think stock photos are it because people want to see it on a person. They want to see it on an actual person, whether that's a modeling photo or a stock photo, they want to see it and get an idea of what it's going to look like on them. So my first tip is to go through your listing, see what you can improve. If you're not using a photo room to remove the background in your photo, you probably should be. One little tip I'll give you is if you are trying to quickly list just do your cover photo like the main photo they're going to see in photo room as long as you have a pretty plain background for the rest of the photos and it's like the items clearly visible for instance my walls are gray so they're light gray I prefer the look of the photo room but if I am in a hurry you probably will see in my closet some of the items are just a gray background my wall if I had like actual stuff in the background like if you could see books or a coffee table or whatever I would personally just go ahead and remove that background I think a plain wall is okay as long as it's a neutral color I mean even a non-neutral color it's not bad it's just that that white background really makes the item pop and it draws the customer in and makes them want to click on your listing. So white background, 10 out of 10 recommend. Stock photo, 10 out of 10 recommend. Neutral background is like an 8 out of 10, right? Like it's okay. And I think it's okay as long as you have that main photo up that's in photo room if the rest of them are a neutral background but maybe it's silly. But if I do have an item that's been sitting for a while and I didn't happen to do photo room on my pictures, I will go back and do it and just see if that like helps the listing out at all. I try my best to do what I can to really sell those items that have been sitting for like longer than a month. I really want to push those out, whether that's lowering the price, changing my cover photo, finding a better stock photo, making a collage, doing a close up of the fabric, finding a picture that just really helps to enhance pants and show off that item i 'm constantly trying to figure out what I can do whether that's to add measurements to a listing that I didn't per- i didn 't already have measurements on just really finding what you can do to sell that item to get it out to a new audience to get more eyes on it maybe even switching the category for instance if you have like a jacket listed and you put it under like long sleeve shirt maybe now try it under jacket like try switching the category see if that helps as long as it's you know, relevant. You don't want to be switching, making a dress under um, a sweater if it's not even sweater material. You know what I mean? So like, as long as it's a relevant category, you sometimes can switch the category and that sometimes does help sell it. I think it's also really important to make sure you have a sellable item up. I say this all the time where people don't have sellable items and I'm sure I'm guilty of it too. In fact, I've been listing today and I'm doing a $9 sale and just kind of listing Almost everything, if I think it has a couple sellable features, even if it has like a small flaw, I'm listing it for $9 and just seeing what sells. So far hasn't been that successful, but this is kind of the norm for me. It still brings attention to my closet when I do sales like this and other stuff sells, even if it's not my $9 items. And then what I will do is go in the future later and probably raise the price up to like maybe $18 or $19 on these items, unless I think they really belong in the $9 price range right like some of these items I'm like oh I think that's a steal for nine dollars well whereas others nine dollars kind of fits the item another great option for if you have a bunch of inventory that's really just sitting and you really have already kind of tried absolutely everything to get it to sell and it's really not moving is to go ahead and bundle that and sell it as a bundle I believe not so mystery bundles or just bundles in general still better than a mystery bundle I, of course, am the queen of mystery boxes and mystery bundles, but that's because I have a reputation of sending out good mystery boxes and mystery bundles. I can tell you guys that most people do not on Poshmark. Most mystery boxes absolutely suck, and I think most people are aware of the fact that most of them suck, so they don't really buy them. So unless you are a reputable mystery box seller, I don't necessarily recommend going the mystery box route. You may try it, but you may not have success. And despite popular belief, you can return a mystery box. A lot of people think you can't, especially if the seller puts no returns in the description. No, Poshmark will let you return them. If you're sending them total crap, they can return it because It's like Poshmark's going to see in the photos like, oh, you literally sent them something with stains like in holes and like that's not cool. And they're going to let them return it. So it's not just like an end all be all. I can get rid of my entire inventory by putting these mystery boxes out. No, you can have a return open. I've had one mystery box returned. I've sold I think close to 200 of them. So I didn't have a high return rate at all, obviously, but it's totally possible because I've returned four or five mystery boxes. (laughs) So I know it's possible. So don't think that like you can just go ahead and throw all this into a mystery bundle and you don't have to photograph or anything. Like that's not the case. I think another part of being a really good Poshmark seller and selling your items that are sellable is getting those non-sellable items out. So if that's not in a way that you're going to sell them, like if you're not going to try to bundle them together, just donate them. There's nothing wrong with donating items. It might seem frustrating, especially if you pay for these items to be donating them. But I think it's absolutely silly to keep items for your in your closet for over a year. Not, I'm not gonna say I haven't done it, but I think once you hit the year mark, you really need to reconsider your options. People have been looking at this item for 365 days. It's it's had its exposure. <laughs> We're gonna talk about exposure next. But if and then two past the two year mark, to me, is just absolutely inexcusable. Of course, do you? I'm not. You know, I'm not sitting here telling everybody this is Bible. This is what you have to do. But for me, I would never have an item listed forever two years. No way. No way. I'm going to find another way to sell it, whether that's donating it, taking it to a buy-sell trade store, putting it on a different platform, or just delisting it, and then maybe trying listing it again. I wouldn't even really recommend that. I think once you've hit the two-year mark, that item is dead and buried, okay? Like, that item is not wanted. (laughs) Just my opinion. Just my opinion. Some people you know, they're out here, they've been a full-time reseller on eBay forever and they just don't ever delist items. And eventually a couple of those sell, but those items can really drag down your closet or whatever platform you're on. I think that they really drag it down when you have these items that have just, like people, and people are aware of that. If they shop your closet often, they're like, oh, she still has that Marc Jacobs dress. Like, oh, all right. Like they're aware of it. And I know that because I have specific sellers that I buy from on Poshmark and I'm always like noticing stuff that like, I know it's been sitting there for forever because, like, maybe I almost bought it or I just remember it being in their closet two years ago. Again, not the end of the world. Like, most people probably aren't paying that much attention to your closet. But, yeah, if it, if an item has been up for two years, you've done things to get it more exposure, you've relisted it, you've shared it. I'm going to tell you, it has, like, a 0.5% chance of ever selling. So, just just cut your losses and delist that thing Donate it, do what you need to do with it. Okay, so another thing to keep in mind is exposure, or say it with me exposure. This is huge on Poshmark. Listing items and expecting them to just sell because you think you have a competitive price is not the business. It is not going to work. It's very rarely going to work. You need to have your closet getting exposure, whether that's you're finding a way to like share your actual closet with people you know or whatever, or it's just using a bot. I believe in using for sure a sharing bot. If you're trying to actually make some money on Poshmark, if you want to see a freaking bal- a pending balance on Poshmark of a thousand plus dollars all the time, if you want it to stay there, you need to be using a sharing service. And I'm not even trying to push like, m- this isn't like use my code, which you can. It's myshel E L nine eight eight on Posh or VA. Okay. I mean, why not throw that out there? But it's really not about that. This is me just telling you if you want to make money on PostureMark, you need to be using Posture VA. I have tried going without it. When I tell you the sales plummet, whether I'm even if I'm self sharing myself, like if I'm setting a timer to self share my closet every thirty minutes, the I don't know what it is about having Posture B, v, Posture VA, but it makes a difference. I promise you it does. Every single person I have turned on to Posture VA, they're like, thank you so much. Holy crap. And then they're telling people about it. I'm not even kidding you guys. Like this is not, even though I should work for them and I should be getting money from them for telling you guys, about it, <laughs> like that's not what it's about. It's just about like, this is going to make you money. You will make a significant more amount of sales and money by using Posture VA. There's no other way around it. Now, we're going to talk about promoted listings again as well, which is through Poshmark. I'm actually going to get... You know what? I am i wasn't even going to tell, okay? I was going to gatekeep this. I was going to gatekeep this, but now I'm going to tell you about it, okay? I'm going to tell you how to get Posh... Not Posh, V.A., sorry. Uh, promoted listings on Poshmark for dirt cheap. <laughs> this is a little hack I have. Now, okay, so let's talk about pricing on promoted listings. We'll get into if it actually works and all that in a second. But the price point is somewhere around like if you have... 200, I think it's like if you have 250 items or less, it's $10 a week. And if you have like 250 to 999 items, it's $20 a week. And then if you have a 1,000 items or more, or a 1,000 items to maybe 2,000, it is $30 a week. And, and this is the minimum price. You can also pay more. I'm just telling you as the very minimum that they're going to charge you. So then like I don't know what after 2,000, it's probably like 50 a week. So my closet stays right in between the 1000 and the 1999 I mean, I really stay around 1100 to 1500 promoted listings, depending on the time, the day, the week, the whatever. So I should have to pay $30 a week. Now, I found this little hack out. I think if I was to actually... So what I did is I delisted eight or put I marked a ton of items as not for sale. So I had under a 1,000 listings. Then I signed up for it. So I only pay $20 a week, which still isn't like a steal, but it's better than 30 a week because $20 a week is $80, $80 a month versus paying 120 a month. So I'm saving like 50% on what I'd be paying for my closet. So what I did is I delisted everything. I got right under that like 998, like right, like around 998 listings. And that's when I signed up for it. And then I went back and made all my items for sale again. And guess what? I, I've tested this out. It's gone for on for three weeks now and I'm only getting charged $20 despite the fact that I now have around 1100 active listings at the moment. (laughs) So that's a little hack. Now, if you really if you really wanna be a if you really wanna be a coupon queen cheapskate, go ahead and delist everything down to having like two hundred items in your closet and then sign up for it because I think the same thing would happen. You could literally if you're able to mark everything as not for sale. Here's another little thing I have to, I wanted to try. I want to try putting my closet in vacation mode and then just turning like one or two items on and then signing up for promoted closet and seeing if I can actually do promoted closet at $10 a week. I'm going to try that on the next week and see if that works. <laughs> so, try it out cuz you know what? F Poshmark. No, I like Poshmark, but hey, like Why are we having to pay that much for freaking promoted listings? Now, here's my theory on promoted listings. Every time I check it, it says I've only sold like zero or one listing that week. But they do advertise the fact that people who are using it are getting 80% more exposure and likes on items. And I do believe that. Whether or not your sales are coming directly from promoted listings, it is getting you so much exposure. My likes on items, it skyrockets. Like the amount of items that I have liked that people are liking, it's... I mean, I'm pro- it's probably, I'm getting like thousands of likes a day on items. It's crazy. Maybe not thousands, but like hundreds compared to like if I wasn't using promoted listings, even just with Posh or VA, it'd probably be like 30 to 40. So I'm seeing like twice, around twice as many likes as I would with not using promoted listings. So for the moment, I am using it. I am finding it to be useful and I'm getting a ton of sales on Poshmark this Month has been absolutely insane. Blown me out of the water. Literally exceeded my expectations in every way. It's been really motivating and made it me, motivated me to just keep listing and listing and listing, which in turn is getting me more sales. So there's your little tip, guys. Delist all them items until you have a tiny closet and then sign up for it. And then bam, relist, relist, relist. It is a pain in the ass. And that's why I only went down to like 998 before I did it. I did think... Like, what if I went way lower? But I am I just can't sit there and individually put everything is not for sale. And I didn't think of the vacation mode thing until, like, yesterday. I was like, okay, I'm going to try that. Like, let's see if that would actually work. I'd be very curious to see if it works. So, yeah, if anybody tries that and it works, please let us know. We want to know. That is going to do it for today's class. I hope you guys found that educational, enjoyable entertaining, whatever it is. I hope you got something from it. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram at my chaotic closet podcast. Bye guys.